0: to her dating and relationship secrets. Secret number 127, Narcissists and the Flower Pot. I was reading through some of colleague Lisa Romano's stuff on narcissism and uh, narcissistic abusive relationships. And it got me thinking about the clients I've coached, but also my own life, growing up with my mom who had a lot of needs and really didn't know how to get them met emotionally, and how often it became about her. You may have heard uh, phrases like uh, a person who sucks all the oxygen out of the room." Well, as much as I loved my mom, she really, took over with her emotional needs in any room, and certainly in the home that I lived in with her. That form of fear-based narcissism, someone focusing so much on their own needs to the obliteration of any boundaries with other people, can create a certain kind of codependency that doesn't allow us to grow. Many of my clients come to me because they're tired of having relationships Where they put their needs aside. Like a couple of my high performing clients that I had discussions with last week about every time they start dating, they can feel themselves begin tensing up a little, worrying a bit about uh, losing what's going so well for them once they get into a relationship. That when they're not in a relationship, they can be kicking ass in their business, in their career, taking care of their health, exercising the way they want, seeing friends, going for walks on the beach, doing all the things that feel great. But once they're in relationships, it becomes more and more about the guy. So what is it that begins to go on here? Well, maybe now it's time <laughs> for me to introduce the flower pot idea. You know, as I was reading Lisa's um, post today, I had this very clear image of a flower pot. You know, one of those clay reddish flower pots with a flower growing in it. And what I pictured was, you know, maybe you can do this too, just picture a a flower of your choosing, any kind of flower you like. And it's big and full and, and, you know, the, the kind of plant that, is maybe almost a little too big for that pot already. And as you picture this big flower and a flowering plant in this pot, I want you to imagine a small little plant, a little flower right next to it planted in the same pot. What happens when a plant or a flower takes up all of the space when its roots take up all of the nutrients out of that pot, when there's no space left for that little plant to get what it needs. This is what life looks like with a narcissist. This is what relationships and dynamics look like with a narcissist. It's the smaller plant being starved of its needs and resources, being overshadowed by the larger plant that, is blocking its sunlight, its roots not being able to extend as far. It can't grow, just like we can't grow into our best or better self, so long as we're with a parent or a partner who blocks our needs, someone who is so self-involved that we can't get our needs met. The first step in correcting this is is realizing it's happening, noticing that we aren't getting our needs met because we've, we've attached ourselves codependently, too closely, to someone whose needs are taking over, are squeezing out our ability to focus on ourselves at all. We can get into a pretty extreme all or nothing approach with that sometimes. It's why I needed complete space from my mom for a bit in my 20s as I began to build myself, work on myself, and it would have been like getting too close to the sun again to try to move back in with her right after college. I tried that and it just didn't work. I had grown too much into my needs mattering. So when college ended and I moved back in, very quickly there was a lot of conflict because she wanted that old dynamic back where it was about what she needed me to be and who she needed me to be. You see, we're rehearsed and trained in our codependency with narcissists through time. But when we change and our dance steps change, that old dynamic doesn't work anymore. Sometimes it gets bumpier on the way to freedom. So I needed space. I needed my own flower pot, which is... What happens with the clients I work with? But you can't just live completely isolated or alone forever. So ultimately what we we want to do is begin to learn how to get our needs met and, and just how much space we need. How do we negotiate that space? Well, it's through healthy expression of boundaries, feeling deserving of our needs, rehearsing meeting our own needs. Alone at first, yeah. But better off alone almost is never true long-term if we're healthy. Better off alone is a short-term tactic when we don't know how to be healthy with a person, cohabitating or in close relationship. So we may practice building ourselves through our nine environments, but we have to get better at releasing the fears that make us Give up our boundaries. Please don't abandon me. Please love me. Please don't get mad at me. I'll be who you want. We have to release those. That's the inner work part. We have to hold those boundaries around our self-care, our needs. And the only way to get good at it is to rehearse doing that as we date, as we are in relationship again. Big, deep growth can come from doing that deep work around that original person we abandoned our self-care boundaries for, external and internal self-care of our needs. But we cannot grow if we are the small flower in the small pot with the big plant squeezing us out. We need our own pot for a while. And then ultimately we understand how close we can be You know, farmers when they're planting things or gardeners understand that there's a certain amount of spacing when you're putting seeds in to grow. That they can grow a certain closeness together but also not too close. We have to develop our sense of that so that we can grow with somebody. Not be stifled by someone and not have to go off into isolation in order to grow and be happy and healthy. That's how the flower pot comes in to our ability to have a healthy relationship. Otherwise, you're going to want to avoid dating. You're going to start believing the long-term lie of I'm better off alone. Short-term, you may be better off alone until you learn how to make sure your needs continue to matter and you heal old wounds of fear and you begin using boundaries in a healthy way so that you can grow into the beautiful flower that you really are and have a healthy relationship. Thanks for joining us. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and also share this with anyone that you think it could help because I'm on a mission to help 1 million successful women have healthy, lasting relationships.